1: Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on almost all podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, CastBox, Overcast, BeanPod, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, and now Audible as well. You can also listen on your smart device. All you have to do is say, Alexa, or hey, Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's www.corvettetodaypodcast.com. You can also sign up for Corvette Today notifications, updates, and information at corvettetoday.ck.page. And don't forget to join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We now have over 1,800 members in the group, and I'd love to have you as a member as well. First let me thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette today, Halltech Systems. Haltech makes the best cold air intake with world-class performance for your C5, C6, C7, and C8 Corvette. It's the quickest and fastest intake with no cutting or hacking. It's just plug and play and no throwing codes. Get your special Corvette Today discount of 11% off with the code CT11 online at HalltechSystems.com or just call them 262-965-4300. That's 11% off at H-A-L-L t-e-c-h systems.com or their phone number is 262 965 and get your corvette today discount also midenginecorvetteforum.com if you'd like to join this new vibrant forum that focuses on the new mid-engine c8 corvette it's free to join this friendly community you'll find a lot of corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com also a shout out to canadiancorvetteforum.com welcoming corvette owners around the world Now that it's 2021, it's time to get the latest Corvette news and headlines with my buddy Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. As you know, Keith is a regular guest on Corvette Today. He's here every other week. We're going to keep you up to date on what's going on and what's happening in the world of Corvette. First of all, Keith, happy 2021. How was your holiday season?
2: Oh, Steve, it was fantastic. Lots of family and friends, and we had great news at the end of 2020 with the wrap-up of the 2020 model year. So looking forward to 2021, that's for sure.
1: And I am amazed, but even though it was the end of the year, even though it was the holiday season, we still have a lot to talk about today, my friend.
2: It's the news that never stops. We laughed as we were planning the last podcast over Christmas of would there be enough? Hopefully we would. And it was almost too much. And again, it's just (laughs) the Corvette is just always making news. It's great to be able to do these updates with you.
1: Absolutely right. Well, like I said, there's plenty to talk about. First off the bat, GM delivered 9,000 C8s in the fourth quarter of last year. That's a great way to finish off 2020.
2: It really is. We see this huge surge of deliveries anytime that there's a new model rolled out. They changed their reportings about a year and a half ago, two years ago, they changed their reporting, so they're doing it quarterly now. But uh, yeah, nearly 9,000 cars. It was a 157% increase over the fourth quarter of 2019, which of course we were just selling 2019 Corvettes. So that's the kind of impact that having a new model will have on sales. They sell every one of them. That's the kind of the saying about Corvette production. How many will they build? Well, they'll sell them all. It's good news. It's going to continue, obviously, through 2021 as cars are built and delivered as quickly as they arrive to dealerships. It's a good thing, and it bodes well for the market.
1: Absolutely right. Also, I was reading this article and this is really interesting because I'm connecting dots here and it seems as though the Bowling Green assembly plant had kind of gone down a little bit at the beginning of the year as far as production and cars go. But they had also said through GM that they were going to start at the first of the year starting to build the right hand drive cars. So is that what we're seeing here coming up with the Bowling Green assembly plant?
2: Yeah, we believe so. So, you know, at the end of 2020, obviously, there's this huge push there to get those cars done. And even once the cars were finished on the 14th, they started making the 2021s. They continued to really work hard at the plant. And when I say work hard, they were doing quantities of 200, 204, even I think 208. Right. So on a normal shift, we always felt that about 80 Corvettes or so was a good number. That's 160 for over both shifts. And then at the beginning of this year, with production starting on the 4th, We actually saw a pretty dramatic drop-off. We went on Monday, they did 164 cars. On Tuesday, they did 151. And then Wednesday, they did 149. It looks like that they are starting the right-hand drive production of the cars. We believe that these first right-hand drive cars are going to Japan. We know that they went on sale last February. They normally get about 100 cars every year. And the pre-orders for the C8 were over 300 orders. So huge surge of demand there. They'll go there in the first quarter, we believe. And then right-hand drives will then go on sale in the UK and Europe in the second quarter, maybe sometime over the summer. And then at the end of the year, we think we'll see them finally show up in the Australia and New Zealand markets.
1: Gotcha. Well, I'm anxious to see if that was indeed what is going on, because I, like I've always said on the podcast, I really do think that this is a world car and getting those right-hand drives up and going and out the door would be really, really really cool.
2: My thoughts on this, too, are we get a lot of comments from people saying, why are they building cars? I've had my order in since 2019. I still don't have a car. Why are they building them over there? And that's exactly right. It is a world car. We're only talking 300 units for Japan. And as I mentioned, they build up to 210 in one day. So it's not this huge chunk of production that's taken out of the U.S. market and put elsewhere. It's supplementing the U.S. market with these world cars. And again, these are cars that we've never really been able to sell in quantities Because they require right-hand drive conversions a lot of times. Right. So, And and people are just uncomfortable driving a left-hand drive car on a right-hand drive system. So this is real good for Chevy. Again, I don't think they're going to take over the world with it. But if we could see upwards of 800 to 1,000 right-hand drive models this year, I think that would be a great start.
1: Well, it would be the first step in world domination, Keith. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Also, I saw right after the new year, this was so cool. I really love this. Part two of the mid-engine Corvette story launched, and it was really good. For anybody that hasn't seen it, go to CorvetteBlogger.com and check it out.
2: Yeah, so they split this up into two parts. They had the designers talk about the car right before the holidays. So 10 minutes of going back into history and looking at the cars, all the things that Zora wanted to do with the car. Pretty incredible story of how they were able to get this to go. We think of the dichotomy between the engineering and the design people and then how that all had to come together. It's really a cool story. I was hoping that we would find out more about the Nürburgring When they came out with this part two, it was all about the engineers and it all took place at the Nürburgring when they were testing over the summer of 2019. So Oliver Gavin's in it. He drove a lap that we see some of the other ride and handling engineers talking about why the Nürburgring is so important to their development. They also actually talked about not only the Nürburgring, but when they're there, they get the car out on the Autobahn. They do a lot of driving through the country as well. The development that takes place over there, Isn't just, we're going to go over there and drive a lap and see how fast we can go. The green hill, the Nürburgring is such a challenge because of all those fast corners. And they say they're reaching maximum lateral G's on 15 corners where they're doing them at 90 miles an hour, even up to 100 miles an hour. Wow. Pretty incredible is why they do that over there. They just say there's nothing over here in North America that compares.
1: And it's interesting that we're talking about this because, as you remember, Corvette test driver Jim Miro was a guest on the Corvette Today podcast. And Jim and I have been talking about doing a podcast with him again, strictly focusing on Germany with the Nürburgring, his time on the Ring, and then also his time on the Autobahn there. So stay tuned for that in 2021. We're going to get Jim back on to let him talk about that, because Jim test drove the C6 and C7, and his stories are absolutely incredible. Make sure you check out his podcast here on the Corvette Today podcast.
2: Yeah, let me add this, Steve, too. is We got the trailer for the Revolution documentary. It came out last year. There was a screenshot that, as you were watching that, that appeared to show a Nürburgring time that was photoshopped basically as spray paint on the track. And that time was 729.9. There was no discussion of the Nürburgring time in the documentary, nor was there a timed lap that was shown. So really hope that Chevrolet will, will share some of this. Of course, as Jim Merrow told you, they didn't share it with any of the C7 generations. Right. And there were some dynamic times during those cars as well. So really hope that we'll be able to see something like this and that they're not just doing it for internal purposes.
1: I hope so too, buddy. I really do. Also, in 2021, the first VIN for the C H was delivered at the National Corvette Museum. It was good to see that one going out the door.
2: Yeah, Monday morning, a torch red Z51 coupe was on Corvette Boulevard there. And its new owner, Brian Bauer, this is his second C8 Corvette. He had a 2020 Corvette. And I think with about 500 miles on the car, he's just driving down the highway. Next thing you know, he's just leaving a trail of oil. Ooh. And when he pulls over, he pops open the engine hatch. He's actually got a fire going. So fire department come out, they put out the car. And of course, you know, when something happens like that, that first year of production, there's no backup cars. You can't just go back to the dealership and pick up up another one. So it looks like that Chevrolet really made an effort to make him correct with what had happened with his car. He got the VIN number one. And again, congratulations to him. He's back behind the wheel again.
1: It's nice to see that Chevy took good care of him and gave him the first VIN of 2021. And he had it delivered at the National Corvette Museum. Also, our buddies over the Mecham auction have over 230 Corvettes for sale going on right now at Meekum Kissimmee. And the last 2020 C8 is going to be offered for auction. And Mickey Thompson's 63 Z06 Tanker Corvette is also part of that group. Wow.
2: Yeah, Mecham Kissimmee always has some of the best cars of the year for Mecham. It's an event that if you can get down here sometime, I highly recommend it. Of course, it happens in January in Florida. So our Our weather's generally really nice. It's a huge outdoor facility where the Nikom Auctions held in Kissimmee. Just tents everywhere full of cars. It's just a great day. They have lots of entertainment. If you bring a spouse with you who's not really in it, there's all kinds of stuff for them to do as well. Nice. We highly recommend it. We got the notification that they are bringing in the last 2020 Corvette. That was VIN number 19456. It is a Sebring Orange convertible model. I think the MSRP on it was around 90000 so it should be interesting to see what this car does.
1: Well, I'm anxious to see it, and I'm anxious to get down to see you and Kissimmee. The Mecham Auction in Kissimmee goes from January 7th, which is already passed, through the 17th. So once we get past this pandemic, I'd love to come down and see you and the Mekam Auction. Motor Authority named the C8 as its best car to buy in 2021. Another accolade for the C8, Keith.
2: Yeah, this is, uh, again, uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of these at the end of the year, beginning of the new year, where different publications are kind of picking their top cars from last year or their cars to buy for this year. And that's exactly what the Motor Authority article is. The cool thing is, again, they have drove this car earlier in the year. They tested it so they know it. And then they kind of get together and they look at all the different cars that they drove throughout the year and said, well, which ones do we like best? So in the article that we have from them, we have all these quotes from the various editors. These guys drive everything. You can just imagine. But I'm going to pull out one of the quotes here. They say, the C8 will make kids' mouths drop open, (laughs) grown adults stare, and people ask all sorts of questions many don't even realize it's a Corvette. Wow. Again, just kind of indicative of people seeing the car for the first time. There's a lot of people that aren't into cars, and so they might not recognize that it is a Corvette. When you see it for the first time, it's kind of shocking. So we're glad to see that it's getting all these kinds of accolades out there.
1: It's just another testament to it being a true world car, Keith. Yes, it is. Also, our final news item here, a judge has consolidated all the class action lawsuits about the 8-speed automatic transmission. Give us some updates on what's going on with that.
2: Okay, so from what owners have told us, from what's been out in the press, when it comes to the transmissions, we're talking about the C7 Corvettes with the eight speed auto. So that was 2015 through 2019. And owners from the beginning have reported issues, hard shifts, the shuddering feeling, jerking. Eventually, there were some class action lawsuits filed. So, what had happened yesterday, this federal judge in Michigan actually consolidated five of these class actions into one. And then there was two other class actions, which they didn't feel like they had merit, so they tossed those. Okay. So now there's just this one big class action suit. One of the things, I'll, again, I'll pull you a, a pull quote here. GM had argued that because all these transmissions experiencing these problems, they are caused by a design defect. They believe that this lawsuit should be dismissed because GM's express warranty only covers defects in materials and workmanship and not design. We have GM arguing that, yeah, it's a design defect, but we shouldn't have to cover it because it's a design defect, and it's not materials or workmanship. And anybody that has this problem, you know, is just obviously frustrated with it. So this is a system-wide problem. This is not just Corvettes. These are the same transmission that's in Cadillacs, in the Silverados and Colorados and Camaros. So it's a huge problem.
1: It is a problem, and that's unfortunate, but I hope everything gets rectified and taken care of. Buddy, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk about racing and rumors on Corvette today.
0: If you're looking for top-quality aftermarket parts for your C2 through C7, and especially your new C8 Corvette, look no further than Apsys USA. We are a leader in aftermarket parts, especially parts made in carbon fiber. Whether it's for your interior, exterior, or engine bay, Apsys USA can custom-make nearly any part you want in leather, carbon fiber, or carbon flash. Plus, we have custom parts for your new C8 Corvette that no other company has. Visit our website at absysusa.com. Or call toll-free at 1-800-68-APSIS. That's 1-800-682-7747. Call and get the special Corvette Today discount of 10% off your order. We'll help you customize your Corvette to give it that one-of-a-kind look. So when you want the best, look to the leader in aftermarket interior, exterior, and engine bay parts for your Corvette. APSIS USA at APSISUSA.com. Don't forget, call today and get your 10% discount when you mention the Corvette Today podcast. State of Kansas.
2: And now back to Corvette
1: today, with your host
2: and my husband,
1: Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. We keep you up to date on what's going on in the world of Corvette. In segment number two, we're going to talk about racing and rumors around Corvette. First of all, let's start with racing, Keith. Randy Popes did a hot lap with the C8 Corvette 4 Motor Trend, and he liked it. Hey, Mikey, he liked
2: it. Yes, he did. So we all know Corvette won the 2020 Car of the Year by Motor Trend last year but they have another competition called the best driver's car and because the car really wasn't out then they didn't consider it so this year it was part of their best driver's car competition and because of the pandemic usually they have a whole lot of more cars they just narrowed it down to seven so it was a corvette it was a ferrari f8 the ford shelby gt 500 a Lamborghini Huracan, a Porsche 911 Turbo S, the Porsche Cayenne Turbo Coupe, and a Porsche 718 Cayman GT4. So yeah, three Porsches on the list there. And of course, you know, Randy's a Porsche guy going back. But the best part is, so in this driver's competition, He was in charge. He hot lapped each of these at Laguna Seca. So he's got a video on each of these cars. And when he does the Corvette, the best part about watching Randy is just his reactions. And especially when things are going well, he starts hooping and hollering and, and, uh, (laughs) you know, exclaiming as he's coming out of corners or he's got the throttle down. He puts together a really good lap on the Laguna Seca. Of course, he's up against these cars that have higher horsepower. So it's not the fastest lap. But it's well executed, and it really just makes you wonder what's going to be coming in the future when we see the Corvette go up against some of these higher horsepower, higher performance cars, because we know that we've got something in the garage that's going to be coming after those cars shortly. Randy does a fantastic job. The car did not win the best driver's car. That went to the Lamborghini. But again, it was just a good competition. And the editors of Motor Trend can't say enough good things about the Corvette. The biggest complaint they have is they want more power. That just kind of tells you what they're driving and then they compare it to. They love the car. They just want more power. I think we'll be seeing some really good things hopefully once the Z06 comes out.
1: Absolutely right. And speaking of racing cars with high horsepower, the Corvette C8 raced a Bugatti Veyron. How did that turn out?
2: The C8 Corvette, in terms of racing, especially at a drag strip, The car really punches well above its weight. We've seen it blast off against the GT500s more than once, just leaving it in the dust, despite the GT500 having almost 300 horsepower on the car. But here is this guy was out with a bunch of exotic cars, driving his Torch Red Stingray. He brings the Bugatti up next to him. They're on like a four- or five-way highway. Standard disclaimer, we don't recommend street racing, but we've all done these highway pulls before, and these cars, you know, they're just so quick, and it is easy to get over three digits, so... We tell people, you know, just be careful out there. So he lines up against the Bugatti. They beat the horn three times and go. The Bugatti's just stupid fast. Yes. It's so fast that he's just gone. We put a graphic up because the Corvette driver, he's doing 120, and he just starts, lets off the throttle and just starts laughing because he knows he's done. Yeah, We took a screen grab of the gap that occurred, and he's got to be almost a quarter of a mile down the road by the end of it. So wow, pretty incredible. It's a $2 million car. So it should be that fast, but uh, (laughs) kudos for the Corvette owner just to see what it would look like.
1: Well, and if you have to have power for your Corvette, for your C8 right now, you've got to have that extra power. Pro Charger here in the Kansas City area has made a supercharger for the C8 that gives you 700 horsepower.
2: Yeah, obviously ProCharger's a well-known name in the supercharging circles. Their systems are always a little bit different than some of the other people that are out there, the Magnuson and some of the other companies that make the superchargers. But they've really got a lot of time they put in terms of the packaging and the testing of this. They've had a couple cars that they've previewed that show it. Their recent teaser that they had, they show the system set up on the top of the LT2. The dyno shows that It's about a a little over 200 horsepower gain. So they're making nearly 700 horsepower with eight pounds of boost on it. And we know that we can't tune these cars. The ECUs are locked. But we found or we've noticed that these YouTubers and these other performers that have been doing turbos or the superchargers on these cars, you can get away with about eight pounds of boost. It's when you get up to the higher ones. That's when things start breaking. So, kudos to Pro Charger for doing this. They've been spending a lot of time on testing, and uh, we're kind of anxious to see the total setup once it's completed.
1: Absolutely right. And this was really cool because an E Ray, or at least we think it's an E Ray, was photographed in a parking lot. Where was that?
2: We're not sure. We think it's in Michigan. These are camouflage cars. We call these the E-rays because they seem to have these connections, these shutoffs, the battery connectors popping out of various areas of the car's body. This car is wrapped in that black and white camouflage. If you look at like the tailpipes, they're not standard at all. They have like this two into one, and engineers use those for testing. So this is a prototype mule that's just sitting out in public. A uh, guy does a walk around, gets some nice photos of it. We'd like to think that these cars initially started off as LT2 powertrain mules. Right. But they've been around so long that, like, the taillights aren't even updated with the production version. So we think that what had happened is, you know, once they finished the Stingray testing, they went into the E-Ray testing. With the E-Ray, we hope that they that the GM Ultium batteries would be stored somewhere in, like, the center backbone structure of the car. And an electric motor would take the place of the front and be able to drive those. So it's hiding in plain sight. We don't know what it is or exactly what it does, but they are testing it. They're driving it. So there is a plan there for something.
1: I'm looking forward to seeing what we got coming up as a variance on the C8 because, man, there's nothing but high ceiling for this car. Also Keith, and I have to applaud you because you found a Corvette C8 video that shows maybe active aero. Did we miss that? Was that one of those hiding in plain sight situations?
2: I think so. I don't really think that this was an active leak, but they do have a lot of different people that worked on pulling out video of their testing and stuff so they could create like these documentaries. This video that we found was part of the initial Corvette Academy release. And in fact, it's upload date at YouTube was july 18th 2019 which again is the day before the big reveal of the da corvette right so they put up like 20 videos this does show a clay model on a wind tunnel track and it appears no z51 spoiler on the back but it's got a raised panel that looks integrated so if it was closed It would look like the non-Z51 rear deck, but when it's opened, boy, you have a panel there that would create downforce for you. I've been told, you know, once we publish this, we've heard from several people that said, well, it might not be exactly like that. That's fine. The the point is that it shows that they're working on it. We had all these patents come out leading up to the C8, and now we've got actual video that kind of shows what it might look like. So you can see that at CorvetteBlogger.com if you haven't. And again, it's just kind of a taste for a preview of what might be coming on future models.
1: Keith, is there any active
2: arrow on the front of the car? Not yet that we can determine. We know that some of the patents did have a front splitter that would move up and down on actuators, depending on how fast the car was going or the car's ride height. They've explored these panels, these splitters and rockers on all four sides of the car. Now it's just seeing what they implement. You can patent anything, but it's the implementation that really matters to Corvette.
1: Well, I know Lamborghini has their ALA system, which is Active Arrow on the front and the back. So that's why I asked, it would be really interesting to see them have it on both ends of the car.
2: Yeah, most of the time we see just like the rear spoilers. I know Porsche and some others, They have the spoilers that are integrated the body, and they kind of pop up and they move around. Right. That is fairly common among exotic cars, but I think, well, if we see full active aero front and back, it'll most likely be the Zora model, the ZR1 model, at the very end of the run.
1: Which makes sense. And finally, in this segment, Keith, GM has told us that the most cross-shop car for the C8 is the Porsche 911, which makes obvious sense.
2: So, yeah, we got this news from GM Authority. They listened into a meeting, with vice president of Chevrolet, Steve Hill. So he's talking about that the Porsches are the most cross shop for Corvette buyers, which makes sense. I mean, that's what they benchmarked against. Obviously we've been racing against Porsche for years. So we really know what their cars are capable of on the track and on the street. I really think that that's a no brainer. I mean, if you always look at the exotic car sales every quarter that come out, it's Corvette 1 and it's Porsche 2. and That's just where we are in the United States right now. These Porsches, you know, they start at $100,000. The Corvette starts at fifty nine, dollars But that $100,000 Porsche will do 0 to 60 in 3.8 seconds. The Corvette does it in 2.9. So we still get a lot of bang for our buck here in America with the Corvette. Absolutely right.
1: Keith, let's take our final break, and then when we come back on segment number three, we'll talk about the lighter side of Corvette on Corvette Today.
0: VetFinders.com is the internet's original Corvette classified ads website, with classified ads starting at just $25, and every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com. Finders.com, the Internet's destination for
1: buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E Finders.com. KC Trends Motorsports has been the Midwest's largest custom wheel superstore for over 25 years. They specialize in C8 wheel fitments from the top brands in the industry, like HRE, Vossen, ADV1, avant-garde and more they ship daily from their kansas city location to all upper 48 states with the best pricing and inventory in the country need tires kc trends motorsports has you covered they have tires in stock from michelin and pirelli plus they can help you with a customized wheel and tire combo for your corvette to truly make it one of a kind And if you need wheel ideas, no problem. Simply go online to KCTrends.com for their Car and Wheel Visualizer. See the wheels on your Corvette before you purchase. Also, there's dozens of wheels and tire combo pictures to look through online to spur your imagination. And their expert staff is there to help you with wheel and tire sizing and offsets for your C6, C7, and C8 Corvette. Visit them online at KCTrends.com. See them on Facebook and Instagram make any corvette a a one-of-a-kind with kc trends motorsports call them toll-free 877-962-5200 kc trends motorsports this
2: is the corvette today podcast
1: with steve garrett Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. Keith, in this third segment, we're going to talk about the lighter side of Corvette. But to start off, we want to talk about the new features of the 2021 C8 Corvette.
2: Yeah, a lot of the features we've talked about, you know, two new colors. You can get the magnetic ride control on cars without the Z51. But there was also a lot of minor changes that were made, especially things that happened in the cockpit. And our, our good friend, Rick Corvette Connie, put a nice video together of him sitting in a 2021 and just playing with some of these new features. And this video is on our website, corvetteblogger.com. But as he's sitting in the car, he kind of shows us some of these new. Of course, there's a buckle to drive feature, which is essentially the car nagging you to put on your seatbelt before you go. Right. That's a good option. He also shows us how to shut that off, which is nice. <laughs> As you get into some of the other changes, the really big ones are the updates to the customability of the car through like the My Mode and the Z Mode. So now when you hit those buttons and you start to customize it on the, center screen there, it actually presents the different settings almost like a equalizer on a stereo. And as you slide it back and forth, it goes from tour to sport to track. So it's really, as a visual person, it makes it really easy to see that they're color-coded. So the track is different than the sport mode, is different than the tour mode. So really easy to update. So he shows the different ways that you can do those customizations and then see those customizations on the screen. We highly recommend it. If anybody's looking at a 21 and just wants to get more information about it, that's a great video that shows just some of the things that we do every day, which would be stereo stuff. Put on Sirius XM. There's even new graphics there on the 21. They're not available on the 20. There's some big changes that people might see.
1: I think it's going to make some of the 2020 owners a little bit jealous, to be honest with you. You know,
2: it happens every year, and we get the calls of, can I put that in 2020, put the 2021 <laughs> radio into a 2020? Right. Usually you can't. That stuff, unfortunately, is hardly ever backwards compatible. So,
1: Unfortunately. Also, this is a big deal, I think, Keith. On YouTube, there is a guy named Doug DeMuro, and Doug has over 4 million followers and subscribers. He listed the C8 as his favorite car of 2020. Again, I think that's a big deal.
2: Yeah, Doug DeMuro does great reviews. If you've never seen one of his reviews, you should go watch his CA Corvette review right now. What he does, though, is for the most part, he doesn't get cars from manufacturers. He'll go to a dealership, and then that way he's not beholden to anybody. You know, he's not required to say anything or not say stuff. Right. But when he did his review this year, there, obviously there was no 2020, so he did kind of have to break that rule and get a car from Chevy, but he loved it. And in the course of last year, He reviewed 120 different vehicles, and he said from the beginning of his award video that he put out that there was never any competition for his top pick, or he calls it his top Doug, the Doug of the Year award. That goes to the Corvette, and not only that, he says that he had the opportunity to rent one of the cars in Florida, drove it about 400 miles, and it just really cemented everything that he thought about the car from that review that he did back in March. So, again, this is a guy that lives and breathes, auto reviews, he sees them all, he drives them all, and he picked the Chevy C8 Corvette as his favorite.
1: And, again, he has over 4 million subscribers, so it's definitely worth looking at.
2: Absolutely, yeah, he does a great job, and he finds some of the things that you might not see and hear from other ones, from other reviewers. So, uh, yeah, definitely, if you haven't seen his C8 Corvette review, it's definitely worth a look.
1: Also, and this is a little bit near and dear to my heart, Nowicki Autosports released a new carbon fiber engine cover for the C8, which I thought was absolutely stunning.
2: Yeah, the aftermarket is really going hard on these engine covers. We know there's several different companies out there that are producing them. Jeff Nowicki has a history of working with carbon fiber. His C7 stuff was out of this world, and now he's really applying that to the C8. This engine cover is one of the most beautiful ones I've seen. And the great thing about it is we've seen some of these covers that they're just carbon fiber, but he's got his setup so that you can take those side badges that say Corvette, right on each side of the spine you can put those on there and you can change the color so you can do a little color matching as well oh wow again a a very cool setup it fits right on there you unclip the old one you clip on the new one i believe he's charging 795 for it which again i find to be very affordable for carbon fiber
1: absolutely right and also speaking of aftermarket our friends in montreal canada acs composite has new floor mats and cargo liners for the c8
2: yeah, what they did here was they went through the different choices that customers have with the OEM version. So there's two different soft mats, and then there's the WeatherTech cargo formats mats, and then the cargo storage areas for the front and then the rear. So they show you all the different options there. Again, we have choices, which is great on this car. And again, more aftermarket stuff is just going to continue to come out. But some people really like just, I want to keep it stock. I want to go with the stock stuff. So they just show you some of the differences there with the different OEM available versions of the.
1: And finally, Keith, it's unfortunate to see this, but Muscle Car City down there in Florida is going to be closing after 14 years. And I've got to think that this pandemic has hurt them, and it's very, very sad to
2: see. It is. This is a huge Muscle Car Museum. It used to be in an abandoned Walmart, and then it moved to like a big supermarket. The massive amount of Corvettes this guy has is amazing. They've been having this museum open for the last 14 years or so. The owner says he's 72 now. and He's feeling 72, and it's just time to close it down. So they're going to bring Meekum in on January 22nd, 23rd, and they're going to auction off about 75% of the vehicles. And then he's also got a bunch of the garage art, the fuel pumps, the signs. Those all go as well. And then I believe from a report, I saw that he's actually going to keep about 25% of the cars for himself and we'll just kind of close up the shop and it'll be his own little private collection again.
1: Well, it's sad to see, and I know it's a great Mecca for people that love muscle cars and Corvettes. So I'd like to come down and see that and be a part of that auction for sure.
2: That story really surprised me because I kind of thought it was more of a Florida story kind of thing. It ended up being one of our top stories of the year. Everybody seemed to be real familiar with it. I guess people have come down for years and they visit them. I know a lot of the Corvette clubs down south, Fort Myers, Sarasota, Venice, they've all made trips and day trips over to, to see the cars there. So, yeah, it's sad, but again, it's just the part of life. These cars will go to new people and they'll get to enjoy them. So it's a good thing, I think, in the end.
1: Keith, thanks for being on Corvette today again. We'll see you in two weeks. Happy New Year, my friend, and keep on waving.
2: Thank you so much, Steve. We're looking forward to a great 2021. And especially uh, being on the Corvette Today podcast, it does mean a lot to us. So any of the stories that we talked about, you can find them on corvetteblogger.com. And as we always say, keep waving.
1: Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today and thanks to our flagship sponsors too. Make sure you take advantage of these great podcast discounts from Haltech Systems. You can get 11% off with the code CT11. Use that online at H-A-L-L-T-E-C-H systems.com or call them at 262-965-4300. Also, Apsis USA. Get 10% off online at apsisusa.com or call them at 1-800-68-Apsis and mention the Corvette today podcast to get your 10 percent discount
0: you've been listening to corvette today with steve garrett if you'd like to contact steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on corvette today you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com that's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com garrett has two r's and two t's or connect with steve on social media on facebook twitter or instagram using at Steve Garrett DJ. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.